Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now, here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Welcome to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. And today my guest wrote in the questionnaire one of the, I think probably the most profound thing anybody who's been on the show has written in that form. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. Jessica, thank you for coming on the show today. Well, now I'm wondering what I wrote because I had don't remember what this profound thing that I shared. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. Well, first, let me just introduce you so that our listeners know who it is that they are uh, listening in on a conversation with today. So Jessica Schiller-Silverman is a holistic wellness and business startup coach. So she helps aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking for clarity, simplicity, and really figuring out what their life's purpose is. Through her coaching, she guides clients with mind-body empowerment tools to spark transformation, I like that, a physical and spiritual awakening to live and feel their most alive self. I love that. Um, And so that's what you really do is coaching around how do you live your life's purpose, especially through a business. And what you wrote in the form about what we could talk about, because I do a questionnaire that everybody listening, you guys may know, guests let me know what would they like to talk about on the show. And one of the things that you shared was, and I'm just going to read it straight. So this is a Jessica quote. The day you were born is the day the universe decided it needed you. That just hit me when you shared that. I read that. I was like, okay, I got to have a conversation with you. Um, So let's start from there and start with what inspired you to take that idea and turn it into a business. Mm, And I get goosebumps every time I hear that, right? It's It's like the thing you can't hear enough because I think especially people thinking about starting a business or even current entrepreneurs looking to grow their business or that whole who am I conversation. It just helps really bring it all together to know that we all have every single human being, whether or not you ever become an entrepreneur, we all have a divine purpose in this life. That's why we incarnated in this form, right? And I, of course, don't want to get too esoteric and too lofty here. But what really inspired me to do this work and to help other people and of course to start my own business Mm -hmm. was that I never knew. I I didn't know. I felt, you know, as many people do today, and I'm I'm sure yourself as well, Michelle, that I felt outside of my own body. I felt that I was living behind a mask for many Mm -hmm. years of my life. And it's almost like not necessarily as a child, right? Because as a child, you're so carefree, right? You're very much a creative. You have no worries. You're just able to live and breathe your passions because you have the support, right, of your family and your upbringing, and you have that safety net. And then you become an adult, and either your parents or whoever raised you, right, trains you, you know, as I was, to live a very conventional life. 
and, you know, you go to school and you get the grades and you work for this corporation. And maybe after so many years, you know, you can have family and kids and the white picket fence. And then you wait till you're 65 to retire and then you can live your life. And there was just something about that that didn't didn't sit well with me, right? Ever since I was a young, a little girl, I always had a questioning mind. I was always that child that not only asked why, but wanted to defy what was real or what I was told was real. Because we all know, you know, your reality is really how you see your life. It's really all perspective. And so really, and there's so many layers really to my story, which is why I started in holistic wellness and kind of morphed into a business coach Mm -hmm. really because I had a lot of women coming to me on social media. I started sharing my story in wellness because living the corporate life, I was very much out of alignment, you know, 80, 90 pounds overweight, severe depression and anxiety. Um, Again, just really feeling outside of my own skin, feeling like there was something wrong with me because I would change jobs, you know, every year, two years, three, if I was lucky And just wondering, you know, and my folks were like, what's wrong with you? You're unstable, right? You meet with recruiters and they're like, what's, what's wrong with you? You're just not stable. I'm very much stable, but I know what I love. And I know, I just felt that, that itch or that, that niggle, I think is the term that, that kind of, as Rebecca Campbell uses, I I follow her very devoutly, that there's just something more to life. There's something more to life. And that's really the whole concept behind, right? The day you were born is the day that the universe decided it needed you, right? And as I always say, it's it's time to find out why. And, of course, I have a free gift for your listeners, you know, at some point on the episode to share a tool that really helped me kind of open that door and really understand, you know, what is my divine purpose here, right? What is my, my expertise? What is my legacy? What do I want to be known for, right? In this life that, you know, not to be morbid, but, you know, at the end of my life, I will have no regrets because I left this mark for humanity. You know, I think Nichols a great word for it. I think all of us have that little feeling that there's got to be something more. And it's what drives so many people into starting their own business, into entrepreneurship, is there's got to be something more. I think we all have that just knowing deep down inside, we're here for a reason. There's got to be something. And it can be really tough to take that leap and go, I'm going to figure out what it is. So let's kind of start there. What was it for you? that gave you the courage or pushed you off that cliff to take that leap into your own business after being in the corporate world? Yeah, so I'll kind of rewind four years ago, and I actually get goosebumps because we're about to do the same move back across the country. So I currently live in the Bay Area in San Francisco. My husband and I, we were dating at the time, moved out here four years ago based on, again, another itch to move to this area. I used to, I was an auditor. So I used to travel here two to three weeks out of the year, you know, to the various clients. Just love the energy of the Bay Area. We were currently living in Chicago at the time. I'm originally from Florida, so kind of follow me here. We're all over the States. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So, yeah, and we're actually moving back to Florida in the next month. So that's kind of why... I mentioned that I have goosebumps because I'm kind of in that spirit again of of starting a new chapter in my life, moving back, you know, towards my family. But we met in Chicago, and it's funny, you know, thinking about visualization because all over my apartment, 
you know, my boyfriend at the time, husband, noticed that I had all these pictures of, you know, the California flag, the Bay Bridge, like cable cars. And he's like, what is your obsession with California and San Francisco specifically? And I said, well, I know I'm going to live there one day. I just know. And this is when I first met him. So like fast forward to, you know, four years ago and he would see this depression and anxiety that I mentioned before. Like, he's like, you're a totally different person Monday through Friday than you are in the evenings and on the weekends. And you're so depressed. And like, I couldn't get out of bed most mornings, like, you know, Sunday night, it was like, oh, my heart would be racing and I would get sweaty and, and my mind would just be racing, right? That monkey mind, just thinking about going back to my corporate job. And I was in corporate finance at the time, you know, in accounting. And I just said, let's, you know, one day I'm like, let's just move. You know, I, I know this is where I'm, I'm supposed to be. I love the whole bohemian free spirited movement of the Bay area. Um, you know, accounting and finance, it can, you can find that job pretty much anywhere, which is why, you know, I was in that line of work. Um, right. Right. So I felt pretty comfortable with that move. Of course, my husband, maybe not so much, but we actually just went all in, you know, and it was around Thanksgiving, Christmas. So seeing lots of family, they're like, so do you guys have a plan? We're like, no, we'll figure it out. Like, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a job. They're like, so you're moving to the most one of the most expensive cities in the United States if not the world, without a plan. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the family conversations are probably a little awkward. Yes. So we, you know, I'll kind of fast forward. I know there's so many layers to the story, but we packed up a U-Haul, whatever could fit in our belongings, drove cross country from Chicago to the Bay Area, which was one of the most exciting and liberating trips of my entire life. We probably took a whole week just kind of touring the United States and not even knowing, you know, what tomorrow brings, but just feeling so, so free and, and liberated, just knowing that. And a few months later, found a job in venture capital. So again, funding other startups and their dreams, doing accounting. Very cool. Next step, right? Kind of getting out of, you know, big corporations, working to fund startups, but still at the end of the day, writing checks for other people's dreams. And it's funny you mentioned what Mm. kind of gave me that, that urge, you know, what, what triggered that voice within me to step away and just, again, I kind of did it cold turkey because that's just the, the spirit of, of who I am. I'm like, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go all in. And I'm just going to take, you know, wow. thinking finance, like highest reward <laughs> comes from the, you know, the highest risk. So I just kind of mm-hmm. went all in. And really the catalyst for it, of course, there's many things building up to it. But it was podcasting. Like we talked about in the beginning. Like, Oh, wow. Okay. Right. So I had the itch. But what really convinced me to know that I can do this is listening to other people's stories of the same thing, of stepping away, of, of releasing whatever toxicity it was they had in their life, whether it was a relationship or a job or right physical ailments, you know, some type of past trauma. And I'm like, wow, like, I, I can do this. Like, and, and I remember, I don't even know who it was, but it was a podcast I listened to where somebody said, she said, you have two choices. You can continue to live the life that you know the known, the safe, right, the comfortable life, or you can step away to the complete unknown. Mm. You don't know when your income is going to come month to month, if it's going to be consistent, you know, is this offer going to work out? Is this business going to work out? But at the end of the day, worst case scenario, right, what is every entrepreneur's biggest fear, especially when they start out, okay, I'm, I'm going to fail and then I'll be homeless, right, and then I won't have any money to live. Yeah. Right? <laughs> worst case. Which sums it up, worst case. Right, worst case, guess what? I still have a degree in finance. 
I can still go back to what I know or whatever career it is you do have, you mm. really have nothing to lose, right? It, it's pretty much a win-win situation because I can always go back to that, but at least, like I always say, and I'm, this is a pretty well-known quote, but you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So if yeah. you don't take that risk, you've already failed because you haven't even given yourself the opportunity, right? But by opening that door, and I literally, I didn't take a complete crazy risk. I mean, I had three months of income to live off of safely. Yeah. It was like my Christmas bonus. I went in, again, had severe anxiety, you know, had two weeks off, came back at the beginning of the year. And my husband's like, just just do it. Rip the Band-Aid mm. off. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Rip the Band-Aid <laughs> off. And, you know, we'll figure it out. And, and he really, I call my husband my angel because, like, he's so supportive, mm. you know, of this. And, you know, and financially, like, he can't support us both living out here. So, like, I had to make it work. Yeah. And I just remember, we we're actually talking about it last night because I was on another podcast interview yesterday. Um, yeah. I really felt like, and I know this sounds very morbid, but just being real, I felt like I had a gun to my head. Like, for the first six months maybe of my business where it was just like, you've got to make this work. You've got to make this work mainly because I really didn't want to have to go back to that, that other scenario. But at the end of the day, it's not just that it's, it's the whole divine purpose, right? Somebody asked, he asked me yesterday on the podcast, you know, what really kept you going despite, because I always say that's the the key to being a successful in anything in life. Forget being an entrepreneur is, whether or not you feel like it, whether or not, you know, you succeed, you just pick back up and you keep going despite what mm-hmm. so kept me going, despite all the fears, despite looking at my bank account at times and seeing single digits was knowing that I'm connected to this divine yeah. purpose. I have a mission in this life. I didn't know what it was at the time, but that evolved, right? And mm-hmm. I've been doing this now for four years that evolved over time. And now I feel so blessed mm-hmm. to, to have had that sort of, you know, rock bottom experience that I could experience that because out of true pain, right, comes passion. And through that passion, I'm able to inspire and show other women and give them permission really to to do the same. Yeah. Well, there's so many things in there. I've got like a a list of questions to go to. Um, I think that's so true what you said about being able to take your story and inspire other people when you share it. Because like you said, one of the things that inspired you was listening to those podcasts, was hearing those stories. And I think when we hear those, we go, okay, if they can do it, then there's got to be a way I can do it too. There's got to be. And it does, it does really help. That's one reason I think it's so important for us to share those stories. And I know you're not alone in having those experiences where you feel like, okay, this is it. There's a gun to my head. I have to make it work. So how did you deal with that? I, I know we have people listening who are in that space where they feel like, do I just give up and go back to a job that I hate that other people around me, like people look to you and wait, you're depressed, you're not happy. Do they go back to that? Or do they push forward through that moment and make it work? What did you do that got you through that space? Well, I push forward, but I'm going to be real. It wasn't always easy. Again, it was a constant reminder of, okay, number one, why am I doing this? Why, why is this important to me? Even if I didn't necessarily know why, right? Like I started in holistic wellness because that was the season that I was in. I was amidst repairing my life. And so to me, like health is number one. You know, yes, I'm a business coach now. I love what I do. But if you're not 
okay in your body. You know what I mean? If you're physically unable to perform this work and physical effects mental, um, I always say health is the most important thing that you will ever have. So to me, that was so important to, to share my story. And that's really where I started. I actually transitioned. So if there is somebody listening out there that's in a corporate path, no, you don't have to go right all in and just quit your job tomorrow. Start transitioning. You know, I, I got on social media and started sharing my story as I was losing weight, as I was repairing. Smart approach to it. All of that, right. All of that toxicity, start blogging, you know, start getting on interviews, you know, guest um, guest speaking, whatever it is to, to sort of get your message out, whatever medium you feel comfortable, write a book. Right. So for me, that was my wellness journey. And then, like I said, it evolved into women following me on social media, like, wow, you're so powerful. Like you have this way of writing that I feel I've never met you, but I can feel you in the room. And that's when I knew. And and at the end of the day, whenever I had those those tough moments, I knew that that was my creative genius. Like I I am a writer. I I have a story within me. And a story within me that I don't continue to share with the world is the equivalent of a book collecting dust on a shelf, mm-hmm. right? It, it helps nobody. It doesn't inspire myself, right? And so a right. lot of this, I always say your entrepreneurial path is an extension of you and your life. So for me, it was also a soul healing journey, right, to be on this. And so mm-hmm. what what financial position can you be in that will make up for that? Right. That's just priceless. That's not something, you know, and in the beginning, yeah, I, I took a pay cut. I made six figures, you know, I mean, you have to, to live in the Bay area. Oh yeah. And you went from there to, to nothing really, you know, like I said, you know, the, the gun against the head, but, but really it was just about knowing that my mission was so needed in the world. Um, and again, this connects to, to the freebie that I have for your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on a Japanese concept called your Ikigai, which is your reason for being. And it's just a series of four simple but so profound questions, okay. right? Like, what does the world need? What do you love? Right? And then, um, you know, what can you make money doing? And connecting, there's four profound questions. And you connect all those dots to see how do they yeah. all align, you know, and, and it sounds simple, but once you get, and that's why I love just the power of writing and the power, because it gets all that anxiety and all the thoughts from your head out on paper, mm-hmm. right, or typing, whatever medium works for you. I'm, I'm a pen and paper kind of girl, because I think it has a, a special energy. Yeah. But just receiving those downloads, right, those divine downloads, mm-hmm. those light bulb moments, you know, those moments where you just feel liberated from the stories that you inherited, right? Because I always say that the life that you may have lived and the stories, the way you think, it may not be you, right? It might be right. something that somebody else implanted in you. So really just yeah. finding yourself through that. And I just think that journey is priceless. You know, is entrepreneurship made for everybody? Absolutely not. Like if you don't, it's not for the faint of heart. And if you're not you know, willing to kind of ride those waves, then I say, yeah, if you feel, you know, insecure in that and maybe stay in a corporate position and do this as a side hustle, right? But at the end of the day, no money in the world can make up for this experience. And, you know, and I've grown my business. I've seen, you know, these last couple of years, two, 300% growth um, in my business. And I just feel really blessed for that, but it didn't just come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I'm very spiritual. I'm very much an advocate of being connected to the divine and being, right? But you still have to make moves, yeah. right? And I think that's what also has kept me going in the tough times is knowing that 
as long as I continue to make moves, even if they're not maybe the best move at the time, or even if I make an oopsie and I trip a little bit, guess what? Like, that's awesome. That shows me what I need to not do next time. Right. It's like, it's that big again, light bulb moment. It's like, almost like you want to fail faster because you know, Hey, that doesn't work. Yeah. Now you're going to try something else, right? And see if that sticks. I always say it's kind of a big, giant experiment somewhat. It's like we don't always know exactly what we're doing, but in the end, it all worked out. Um, and it always reminds me, I don't, I don't know exactly word for word, but the Steve Jobs quote about connecting the dots, yeah. going back in time, right? That's how I visualize all of this, right? So if I could look back to my, right, four years ago when I started this and had no idea, Right. And I connect back like, yeah, even all the moments where maybe I didn't make the right decision or maybe I took a call and it wasn't the right fit. Right. It it was such a learning opportunity. And I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. for all those experiences because it made me who I am today. I love that, that, that perspective of looking at all like a big giant experiment. I think that's a great way to phrase it because if you can do that and kind of disconnect from it a little bit and just go, okay, I'm going to try this and see what happens. It lets you get through some of the indecision and the fear and the things that we let stop us. Um, so let, let's talk about that piece of it for a minute. You started out in wellness, sharing what your journey had been as far as weight loss and getting healthy again. And I think that's a place that I know a lot of people find themselves when they're also trying to figure out what's my purpose. Because I think those things are really related when we're doing something that we just, we know it's not what we're really meant to do. Mm-hmm. We do spiral into that sometimes and end up overweight or with health challenges or things that we got to get that fixed at the same time that we're going, okay, and to stay out of that, to figure out what I'm really here to do. So as you shared that story and and got started with wellness coaching, what was the transition like for you in that experiment of moving into the business side of things more? Oh gosh. I mean, it's, it's funny that you ask me that because I have a whole course dedicated to that. It's called live your vibrant life. And it's really, again, looking back, I was, that was my first course birthed out of the exact steps that I took. I was like, okay, what did I do? Yeah. How did this journey go? How did it all go? What worked? What didn't work again in this big giant experiment? And I pieced that all together to help the me because I thought back, okay, what would I have wanted to know? Like what would have saved me all that time and energy, right? Wasted and in this big experiment that can summarize this into sort of eight weeks of how I revived my life, how I became right alive again. And I summarize that, you know, of course, all the components, right? Healthy eating, getting enough sleep. Um, you know, it's, it's all very much connected because when you're physically out of alignment, right? That's kind of the whole body experiment. That's, you know, health issues. That's being overweight. That's feeling low energy, right? Again, it's all connected, but it's also being out of your own mind, right? Because when you're out of your body, right, you're out of your mind. And so it's very much like, right, a whole, and I know it sounds very cliche, but a very mind, body, spirit, um, you know, the whole spiritual, physical, and emotional, right, connection of you to your body, right, and then you to this greater, right, purpose, right, so that kind of connects both, both worlds into, okay, first, become your own, like, know who you are, right, as a person, like, your habits, right, all health is all choices, so not just understanding, and I love how the wellness world has evolved into this, you know, outside of the whole crash dieting and juices oh. and, and all of that into more what I call like food psychology, 
Like, it's not just what you eat. We all know what's healthy, right? We all know to eat right clean yes. foods. We know, know the right things to do. Earth. Yes. Just don't always have the habits to support it. We just don't do it, right? We know we should move more and exercise, and we know we should keep a positive mindset, right? All those three things yeah. that I think are the keys to living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. But what is that that gap, right? What's that motivating force? Where's that fuel coming from? And again, that all begins within, right? So it's a matter of asking yourself, okay, why am I constantly, you know, not why am I having the cookie, but what's making me have the cookie? Like, what's right. that cause? Like, there's obviously yeah. some, something emotional happening, right? Maybe yeah. it's stress, or maybe it just reminds you of grandma when you used to bake cookies, right? There's so many things. It's there's not something there, though. A negative yeah right thing but that's but I think understanding why right we're making right, everything is a choice um and as a I read somewhere in a book I don't remember the exact quote but there's always that space between the choice right so it's that space where you have that inner knowing where you take a pause right and you ask yourself you know why so one of my favorite books yeah. is from Deepak Chopra like what are you hungry for Hmm. which is an amazing read if you ever he is actually my greatest spiritual teacher and mentor you know because he came from a doctor from the physical right wealth uh, or sorry uh, wellness world Mm -hmm. and then kind of evolved more into you know wealth and abundance and spirituality and of course you know all his meditations and um, being an author as I'm writing my book this year finally awesome you know he's written what 75 bestsellers (laughs) so many always continue um (laughs) to amaze me but but yeah it's the whole like food psychology right of why and and really forget food even if food is something that you feel you have control over just those triggers of, of habits that don't necessarily serve us it's not necessarily that we do them we shouldn't punish ourselves for them because we're human right like even as much as i've evolved on my spiritual path like i still want a cookie every now and again you know what i mean so <laughs> that's just something that reminds me of home right so but, but it's just having control of that, I think, yeah. is really the difference. Being aware and feeling empowered, right, just, in every single choice. Right. And knowing that, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. you know, even if we slip and fall, as long as we get back, back up again and, and continue, that's yeah. really what makes the difference, yeah. just to never give up. Yeah, well, and asking that question is really important because if you don't, then you can't change it. You can't look at, okay, what habit do I want to have here uh, if we're just kind of on autopilot, which so many of us do tend yeah. to struggle with, like living life on autopilot and just kind of going along with, like you talked about earlier, what, what we're taught, which is, you know, you go to school, you get the grades, you go get a job, you go to work every day. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to fall into that and not really ask yourself those questions of why am I doing this? What do I really want to do instead? Yes. Yes. And it's, it's that introspection, you know, really with everything in life. So yeah, start with health because health is, I think the most important and it's the vessel. It's, you know, as Jim Rohn says, your body is the only place that you have to live. Um, And then evolving into your purpose, you know, once you feel comfortable in your own skin, okay, now how am I connected to this higher, to this higher power, this higher mission, right? This, this itch that I feel for more out of life. Yeah. And then how do I connect 
right, those dots. So for me, all my work has been a direct correlation of everything I've experienced. You know, and I always say all my clients and my students, they're all just a few steps behind me, you know, joining me on this journey. I always say we're all in this together. They're joining me on this journey, and there's a few steps ahead, but they're like, hey, do we turn left here or do we turn right? (laughs) And it's just me kind of opening that door, being that guide, being that, right, internal GPS, um, and that inner knowing to guide you know, somebody, because I always say we can't do this alone, you know, myself included, you know, I've, I've always had mentors and coaches along my journey, because we can't do this alone, realistically. Um, Why? Because we see things through our only our own perspective, right? right? Sometimes you just need, right, to get outside of yourself, you need that kind of bird's eye view, right? To have somebody, you know, question you, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to always question ourselves, and, and have that introspective and have those that awareness, or we just can't see it because we're blinded for whatever reason, right? We have certain blocks um, based on past habits. So it's just having that, right, that other perspective, right, that other way of knowing and of seeing and of feeling the world, I think that truly, right, opens up so many doors. And then with that level of awareness, then we can start to take micro movements, right? Again, just taking small you know, what's the next step? And then once you accomplish that, well, what's the next one, right? So many of us are so right. quick to go from zero to 60 and see things, and me included. I'm, I'm a future, I'm a future <laughs> thinker. You yeah. know? Like, I'm always like, okay, don't tell me what's next. Tell me what's six months from now, right? right? But I've really dialed back in my own life yeah. and in my own business because so many of us are overwhelmed because we're just yeah. too far ahead of ourselves. So just take a step back and say, you know what? you know, consistency is the mother of mastery. Let me master this one step, Mm -hmm. right? And then once I've mastered that, I move on. And that's the way I run my business and I coach others to run their business is never to get too far ahead. You know, start with one offer, one thing that you're going to put out there and master that. Number one, do an experiment, test and even see if there's a demand. You know, I never create until I test first to see you know, like if I'm launching a course, for instance, a tip I always give mm-hmm. um, my students is that you launch without, don't write the course, you know, see right. if somebody wants it, you know, sell yes. the outline, you know, <laughs> sell the people. idea first, make sure you're creating something people want. Exactly. Yeah. You know, test it, post out yes. there, get on lives, you know, get your story out. And then yeah. if people are like, oh my God, yes. Like, okay, how do you, how do you do that? What are the next steps? then you start birthing it. It's, yeah. it's you know, my finance background coming to lights and get investors right in your, in your projects. And, and from there, just kind of bring them to life. It's so easy. I think for a lot of us to have that big goal, that, that thing that we want to just, we want to be here mm-hmm. and it's discouraging to just be like with that gap, unless you do sit down and figure out, okay, what are the steps yeah. one at a time that are going to get me there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to go back for a second to one of the things you said uh, earlier while we were talking, and, and that's the idea of those four questions, because I think it is really important to ask yourself, you know, not just what do you love, what are you passionate about, but what will people pay for? What is their value in? And there's so many different perspectives to figuring out, you know, what I'm going to start my business around or what direction to go if you're already in business and looking to kind of pivot or to, to shift what you're doing. Um, so I know you've got a special report that goes over that for people. Where can people find that? Yeah, so it's uh, bit.ly forward slash my reason for being. So yeah. my reason for being, bit.ly 
forward slash my reason for being. Um, and it has the four questions and then kind of expands a little bit, right? Like you said, how do I bring this? Not just, okay, great. I've answered these questions, yeah. but what do people value? And then once you know what people value or you right. think people will value, you get out, you test it and you bring it to life. So it really kind of, like I said, opens the door, um, helps you really understand. Cause, cause what I see so much in the marketplace and why I got inspired to create this freebie mm-hmm. is women like myself starting out like, well, okay, I know that I'm good at helping people and I know that, you know, I'm a good mentor and I'm inspiring, but we all know being on Facebook and posting inspirational quotes is not a business, right? No, that is not a business. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. And and I say that lightly because, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, especially clients starting out that that's all they do. And then they're like, well, how come people don't want to buy my products? And I'm like, well, they don't really know who you are. They just know that you're inspiring, right? And so that's not enough. So how do you turn it into something? Right. So you say, you've got to solve a specific solution. You've got to have a specific solution to somebody's problem. Yes, absolutely. Right? It's like, I'm here. I want to be here. And in the middle is that fuel. It's that motivation. It's that solution. It's that step-by-step, okay, week one, do this. Week two, week three, guiding somebody on that path, right? And so once you have that idea of, okay, this is what I solve, instead of just being inspiring, okay, inspiring to do what? I would say to do what? To stop, to quit a toxic relationship, to start a business, right? Something that, right, again, that's connecting the spiritual and the physical world because there needs to be something tangible that you're providing because that's where people find value, right? You know, it's hard to find value in something that you can't see, hear, feel, explain um, with your own, right, eyes, with your own five senses. So just bringing that to life in a way that's relatable, um, but also speaking to the right people. I think that's really important and something that, you know, I struggled with initially. It's like, oh, I want to help everybody. Well, when you help everybody, you help nobody. So being specific as to who you help but not being so specific right and it's funny that we had our conversation about you know the art of giving a damn and I said how much I love the name of the podcast and you're like yeah I'm so sick of hearing people say like oh don't worry about this and don't worry right so there's a happy medium between you do some of that right you don't have to follow everybody's formula because that bothers me too like follow my five step right just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for me and it's okay if the five five step formulas don't work for you you are not broken I tell people that all the time yes exactly exactly so just being real but then opening the door and empowering others to make their own five-step formula right it is really what I think it's about yeah absolutely And that really goes back to the idea of story, of sharing your story, because when people hear your story and they see your system, they're able to go, okay, these are the pieces that could work for me. And then they're empowered to take that and create their own success with it. Yes. Yes. Take, take what resonates with you and get rid of the rest and don't worry about it. There's nothing wrong with you. Like you got to do you right. Because if not, you know, I was talking about this on the podcast interview I had yesterday, then again, you're continuing to live a life that's not you. Right. So if the corporate path wasn't you and then you become an entrepreneur and you follow this entrepreneurial formula, Mm -hmm. you're carrying that same energy right into this space. And it's very easy to do. Yeah, that, that's a great point. I think a lot of people do that without even realizing that they've kind of fallen back into that trap and then they get frustrated and it's, I'm trying to live my purpose. Why doesn't it feel different? Yes, yes, because you're still living inside of the box, 
right? You're still living in, in some type of formula mm-hmm. or needing that, you know, that guidance. But um, as Deepak Chopra always says, you know, instead of thinking outside the box, get rid of it. <laughs> I like so, that. I like that. That's how there I no box. <laughs> no box. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Well, for everybody listening, make sure that you go over and uh, go through those questions, whether you're considering starting a business, you're new in business, you've been in business a while, those are always good questions to ask yourself to kind of realign and get focused on what it is that you're here to do and why. So you can find them again at bit.ly forward slash my reason for being wherever you're listening or uh, watching this today we'll put that link somewhere near that so you can find it click it easily we'll also put a link for you to connect with jessica find out more about what she does and uh, and a little more about these ideas and concepts of of living your life and your business is a big giant experiment jessica thank you so much for taking the time to to pop on today and have a conversation with me Thank you so much, Michelle. It's really been a pleasure. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you got some golden nuggets in there. It's always my mission. Awesome. All right. Well, again, make sure you click the link somewhere near this video, connect with Jessica, get those four questions, and take some time to really think about them. Um, Wherever you're listening at, please rate, review, hit like, subscribe to the show, and we'll see you back for another episode. Until then, uh, every decision you run across, just ask yourself, what if I looked this as an experiment and jump into it.